Welcome back again. We are still in Animated Movie Month with Spirited Away. This is the film-obsessed couple. My name's Scott. I'm Shelly. And welcome. Hello again. Welcome back. Yes, we we are now getting into the good, good movies here. This one, I loved. It was really good. Yeah, so we'll be making sure we do a lot more, like, better movies going forward. Yeah, maybe you guys will like that better. (laughs) Yes. Because, yeah, it should be like, well, they did a movie called Waking Up in Reno. I've never heard of that. I'm going to skip this podcast here. <laughs> but you should just listen or watch the movie and maybe you'll like it. Yeah, well, we hopefully make it to where you don't have to watch the movie if you don't want. But if you want right. to do it and then follow, maybe there's some jokes in there that you'll laugh at better. But yeah, Spirited Away. Um, I kind of told you this a little bit last night when we, or yesterday when we watched it. But I watched this when it first came out, which was in 2001. And I didn't really get it. And maybe because mm. I was just a dumb kid at the time or wasn't maybe even paying attention to it. But now, this time, taking notes and really going over it, I didn't really feel like there was anything hard to understand about it. No, I think you were trying to prepare me going in, just being like, hey, it's a different culture, you know, maybe we won't get things. But I feel like I followed it pretty well. Yeah, and I I was kind of trying to explain because, yes, it is a Japanese movie um, directed by, please forgive me, Hayao Miyazaki. I was trying, I was looking up how to pronounce it because I know Miyazaki, I've said that with friends and stuff, but his first name is Hayao (laughs) But that's how, I've, that's how I've said it. I'll be like, okay, that's how you kind of say it. Hayo. Hayo Miyazaki. Yeah. And if that's wrong, please let me know, I guess. Um, yes, he works with um, Studio Ghibli. They, Like I told you, they're kind of the Japanese Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. They make all these great movies, and I've seen them, and I think I have some scheduled for later, like My Neighbor Totoro, which is just a great movie. They, But they do animated movies. and. Oh, nice. There are other people that direct movies, but Hayo Miyazaki is the one who really, like his movies are the most often well-regarded, but... Um, yeah, he, he's just great. He's just a great director and they, they turn out great movies. So, but yes, it is Japanese. We of course are Americans. So uh, we were, wor- I was worried if a lot of it would translate. Right. And you said it was all hand drawn, right? I, you know, I was looking up information about this. Now, I don't know if they drew it and did digital processing, but the, mm-hmm. I did read something where they used digital processing for the movie. They said this was the first one that they did that with. Okay. And there's definitely scenes that make it look like that. There's, there's a scene where they're driving in their car at the very beginning, and she looks out the window and sees like a statue as they drive by. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, looked anime, like 3D. Okay. So maybe they touched it up, but I read online that this was the first anime, that's what they call a Japanese, like anime, uh, this was the first anime movie to be nominated and win an Oscar. Hey. And yeah, it, it's just, it won a ton of awards and, and Studio Ghibli had been around forever, but this kind of broke them through maybe to people that didn't know them and was just a massive success. That's awesome. Yeah. And one thing we did look up is that Hayao Miyazaki did not go to the Oscars when he won for Best Director oh, yeah. because he w- this was 2003. I'm guessing this movie came out in 2002 in America maybe. But America had just invaded Iraq, did the Iraq, or the Iraq War, mm. and he was protesting, so he didn't go. And they did the whole, like, we accept his award on his behalf. Yeah. It's kind of a baller move. Yeah. He's just like, what, America? They just invaded, started a war? Yeah, I'm not going. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> I don't agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, so. you know, he's got to stand his ground and do what he believes is right. As long as it's not hurting anybody anyway. Uh, but so, yeah, I've seen a few other Miyazaki movies, and I knew this one. And when we wanted to do anime, I didn't want to do like a Walt Disney or a Pixar movie. I wanted to do something maybe that you hadn't seen. Yeah. Something which, interesting and new. Which is everything. <laughs> well, 
Well, you can't get any more different than a non-American movie, like production, Japanese. And I kept on previous ones being like, Japanese, Chinese, I'm not sure which, but he's Japanese. I did confirm. I am really glad it didn't have subtitles. Really? Yeah, well, we should go ahead and talk about that, because we could have. The original movie does, but Mm. this one was, as they call dubbed. English dubbed. Oh, I see. I, I don't care about subtitles. I know. My parents would never watch a movie with subtitles, which is sad. Uh, uh, I tried to show them Pan's Labyrinth, and my mom's like, well, how could you pay attention to the movie when the subtitles are at the bottom? Okay, well, that is an exception because that's just an amazing movie. It, it is. I don't know. I think you just get used to it. Like, I think if people who have that same mindset were like, how can I pay attention to the movie when I'm reading? <laughs> I think if they just sat down and tried it, they would be, it's fine. Because, mm. dude, you're missing so many great movies. All right. We're going to be doing one. We're doing a Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon at some point in this, oh. in the future. I don't remember which month it's coming up in, but I did pick that. And the dubs bother me, like the English dubs, because the mouths don't match. Oh, see, yeah. So that bothers me. So mm-hmm. I'd rather just read the subtitles instead of just like, it's like a bad kung fu movie from the 60s. Yeah. Where like their mouth moves for like 10 seconds and they say like, hello. Yeah, no. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I don't mind, and I really prefer the subtitles. But, you know, we watched that movie Parasite, and I had to warn you beforehand. I was like, this movie is going to win a lot of Oscars, it looks like, yeah. or it's getting nominated. It has subtitles. Are you going to be cool with that? And that was a good movie, too. So I guess, you know, yeah. Yeah. That I shouldn't just not watch a movie because it has subtitles, because there are some really good ones that do have subtitles. Yeah, there are, there are amazing movies. Like Guillermo del Toro, when he first started, he was making his movies. They were all in Spanish, like Pan's Labyrinth, oh, of course. Yeah. Um, but he had done movies since that were English, but he went back to Pan's Labyrinth in Spanish. But yeah, I, I, I love different movies like that because, yeah, they're so different, and you just get such a different experience. Like this movie, for example, we as Americans don't believe that there's like spirits around like for every object Mm -hmm. so that was different you know it's just interesting and i love that oh me too i absolutely love that especially when there's lore kind of behind everything where they're like well this is the this river spirit who protects the river and you know Mm -hmm. we can't pollute it yeah it's just amazing yeah it is and it's it's just very i don't know i don't know if soulful is the word it's just very i don't know peaceful almost yeah like very peaceful because they're like very mindful of like everything's got a spirit and we have to protect it and and keep it and that's kind of like mexico or or, you know mexico or spain where they're like they're very familial like their families are huge and they can trace it back or yeah i feel like we don't have that you know we don't as americans Mm -hmm. don't really have the like oh well my father's father was a you know i didn't know that for the longest time of like my father's father where we came from you know we don't as Americans, we've just lost a lot of that things that are very interesting and neat in right. other cultures. Yeah, I agree. So this movie spirited away. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're talking about this movie. We're now. 30 minutes in. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it came out in 2001. It's an animated movie. It starts out, the parents of this little girl named Chihiro are moving to a new place, like a new location. Mm-hmm. trying to get to this house so they can meet the movers because they're going to move in their stuff. And Chihiro is not too excited about it. She's sad that she has to leave all of her friends. Yeah, she has to switch schools. That's devastating yeah. for a kid. Yeah, and she has a note that somebody, one of her friends wrote and gave her flowers that they were going to miss her. And, yeah. And I read before we started this because I was like, man, I really want to like know the ins and outs of this movie, you know, because I'm sure we miss stuff as Americans just being, you know, not knowing the culture. But apparently Hayao Hayao Miyazaki had a bunch of people to his cabin, like his mountainside cabin for like a retreat. And one of his friends' daughter was there and she was like 10. She was so bored at the cabin. She like didn't care, didn't care to be there. And he's like, 
he's like, wow, they don't really care, you know, they don't really find magic, you know, in, in what we like to do day in, day out, you know, they like to do their own thing, and so he was like, you know, these movies that we make now, or like the movies that are made, are not about kids just exploring or, or finding, like, magic in their world, it's like they fall in love, he used a Little Mermaid as an example, where it's like all she wants to do is just marry this guy, <laughs> fall in love with him, right. So he wanted to make a movie about a girl who is just, you know, wants to explore. And at the beginning of the movie, she's very skittish. She's very yeah, scared. Very. Which, that's my only complaint about this movie is I wish that they would have moved that up a little bit about her almost drowning as a kid. Right. Because it kind of comes out of nowhere at the end. It does. It was like, oh, wow. Okay. Because once they say that, they say kind of towards the end of the movie that, you know, she fell in trying to get her shoe as a little kid fell in the river and she fell in trying to get it. And her dad, the water kind of pushed her up. Mm-hmm. And that kind of explains kind of how she is because she's very skittish and very scared of everything. She says she's scared to start a new school when they get to this little area that they're at. She's scared to go inside to see it. And then at the end, you know, spoiler, she's become a better person. Right. But that, that's what they do. They stumble upon her dad's like, oh, we're going to take a shortcut and we're going to, you know, get to the house because they can see it from up a hill. They're like, that's it right there. We're going to take this yeah. shortcut. <laughs> we're going to take this like, wooded area path. Yeah. It's not even really a road. No, no, it's not. And they pass by this tree that has, like, a shrine kind of thing to it. And it has all these little, like, I guess they're supposed to be, like, little memorials, like, where you light candles or put notes or something. I didn't, again, this is what how little we know about it. Were they, like, tiny little houses? That's, that's kind of what they are. I don't know if you light candles in them or put, like, notes there. But she was like, these are to honor the spirits. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, a little kind of spirit like where they just go and honor them and maybe light candles for them and stuff but i think they're getting ready to pass into or going into the spirit world no oh, right yeah because her dad for some reason at this point becomes ups- like madman driving down this road yeah it was crazy yeah he i don't know why but he was just he all of a sudden becomes like this monster driving like 90 miles an hour down this road yeah and they're both scared to death which yes. remind reminded me of how my stepdad used to drive um, if anybody's ever been to Table Rock Lake and the roads are very windy, oh my gosh, it would be just, he would be barreling down these hills and these curves. Oh, wow. And my mom and I would just be clutching ourselves, just like holding our breath until we get to where we need to be. Did he do that because he said the car has four wheel drive? Oh, it was a truck. So yeah, that's what the dad says in the movie. I'm just like, it four wheel drive isn't gonna save us because there's like trees on each side. So if we go off, we're just gonna be hitting a tree. Yeah, it's it's insane. And I'm not even sure if we were wearing seatbelts to be honest. Well, depending upon what year it was, maybe not. Yeah, it was a, it was a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. So you're having some flashbacks watching the movie. Here. Yeah, I'm like, oh my gosh. Slow down. Yeah, but but this is the scene where they're driving and she looks out the window and sees like a statue for like a spirit or something. Look digital to me, like 3D. Uh, but they come, there's like a statue in the middle of the road, which causes them to stop very quickly. Yeah. And then there's like a tunnel in front of them. And they're like, oh, well, what the hell is this? Like, what are we going to do? And the, the parents are just automatically wanting to go into this little tunnel. Yeah, they're like, ooh, let's explore a place that we've never been. Yeah, and I guess it's just to get across the fact that she's, you know, scared of everything, but she's like, we should stay here, and the mom's like, you're either coming with or just stay in the car. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of thought her mom was a little rude. It's crazy. She was just like, uh, even when they were like in the car driving there, and 
Chihiro was like complaining about changing schools. The mom's just kind of like, "Yeah, shut up, get over it." <laughs> I mean, she didn't technically say Sad. that, but it was implied. <laughs> it was it, it was very much implied, and I, I was like, "Wow." Yeah, I don't know if he's just the implication is you're supposed to kind of feel disconnected from the parents at the start. Well, yes. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, the parents are kind of weird. They walk into the through the tunnel and. There's a line that comes back, but the mom's like, Chihiro, stop squeezing me like that. You're going to make me trip. Yeah. Which comes back around at the end, which is amazing because, like, at the beginning, she's scared. But at the end, when they're going out of the tunnel and she says that line, you know, stop squeezing me, I'm going to trip. It's because she's so sa- so happy to be there yeah. with her parents. She's happy to see her parents yeah. and they're just like, get off me. Well, it, you know, they don't know what she's gone through. They have no memory. But, yes, if my kid was squeezing me and I was about to fall, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, they get out of the tunnel and the dad's like, I knew it. This is an old abandoned theme park. And horror movie p- fans would probably at that point be like, we got to get out of here. <laughs> uh, that was my first thought. <laughs> I'm just like, well, I don't see any roller coasters or anything. So uh, I don't know what kind of theme park this is. Yeah, nothing good happens in an abandoned theme park. No, movies have told us that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, and, and nothing does ha- good happen here, actually. So it, true. the dad's like, well, let's explore. Let's go. And they start to go towards this town area of the park. And Chihiro notices, like, the wind is kind of pushing her forward. Like, it seems like wind is pushing her towards the town. Yeah, I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah, there's a funny moment where the parents cross this little creek or little riverbed. And the mom's like, Chihiro, hurry up. And she's, like, trying to, like, move onto this rock. She's barely clinging on for life to this rock. Yes. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, okay, well, you're not going to help her. <laughs> yeah, they just keep walking. And they're just like, hurry up. Come yeah. on. Come on. Like, come on, now hurry. And she's just, like, holding onto this rock for dear life. But um, the dad all of a sudden turns into a dog. And he's like, oh. <laughs> right? He's like, I smell food. And I was like, is this movie making fun of me? Because <laughs> I feel like I'd be like that. Like, ooh. <laughs> well, and it's so weird because there's like nobody, nobody, nobody there. Yeah. Well, and then I would be like, why? Who's cooking? What's going on? Yeah, it's definitely it. It's strange, and like you'd think the parents would be like, "What's going on?" But no, they're just more focused. They they come upon the stand finally, and it has all this food on it. And mm-hmm. food in anime always makes me laugh because it's always like, "What what is that supposed to be?" Yeah, <laughs> there's one that looks like it's like fried pigs or something. There's it looks like a bunch of pigs on a plate that have been like cooked. I don't know, and I think it that may be a culture thing because yeah, exactly, you know, some of these are. Probably Japanese cuisine. Yeah, well, like in Dragon Ball Z, when I used to watch that as a kid, they would always eat food and stuff. And rice, I understood, but when I'd eat other stuff, I'd be like, what is that? Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, the parents are like, oh my God, let's start eating this. And Chihiro is just like, we shouldn't do this. She's the voice of reason. Yeah. But the dad has a funny line where he's like, don't worry, Chihiro. Daddy has plenty of credit cards and cash. <laughs> they could just bill us when they get here. I mean, what if this was like a catering thing and they were going to be catering this out to someplace? Well, it is a catering thing. It's supposed to be catering for these spirits. This is very true. That's what fucks them up. But um, one thing I should mention is Chihiro, the little girl, is voiced by the little girl from The Ring who Mm -hmm. played the girl who comes through the TV. I'm glad you told me that afterwards because if you would have told me that before, I would have just been picturing picturing this creepy girl with hair in front of her face. (laughs) Why doesn't she use her ring powers? (laughs) (laughs) Um, The mom is played by Lauren Hawley. She was in Dumb and Dumber. She played the lead woman character that Jim Carrey is in love with in the movie. Okay. And then the dad is Michael Chiklis, who played in a bunch of stuff. He was in The Shield, Fantastic Four. He played The the Rock, which was his name in the movie. It's called The Thing. 
Okay. But they got American, which that's one thing I should say is that Pixar, who makes all the movies here in America, the head of the studio at the time, his name's John Lasseter, and he loves Hayao Miyazaki. He, like, hmm. loves the studio, loves their movies. So when it came time for this movie to be released in America, he was like, can we do it? He's like, let's pick, let Pixar help. So he was in charge of the dubbing of English. So that's probably why it matches so well is because he took time and care to make sure the voices kind of matched. Like, you know, they're, they're speaking in Japanese, but when the English matches the voice, it matches the words. And then they helped with the distribution, I think. I could be wrong on that. but That's really neat. Yeah, he was just like, really, he's like, really love the guy, love his work, and I want to help him with this movie. So, so the parents start eating, and they just go hog wild, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> but they go crazy. And I was thinking, I think I said it to you at the time, but I'm like, are they saying Americans are pigs? Is this what we're supposed to be getting from this? They were eating like pigs. Even before I knew that they were going to change into pigs, I'm like, they are just chowing down and just like they haven't eaten in weeks. Although if I was eating food that was maybe as amazing as it was supposed to be, I might lose myself like that too. (laughs) You might be the one to pull me away. I'm like, (laughs) no, this is amazing. (laughs) So she's like, well, these parents, her parents are crazy. So she starts exploring and she sees like the bathhouse, the big bathhouse that's going to be the big part of the movie. And she's just walking around. She sees like a train like go by, I think, or maybe she sees train tracks at this point. Yeah, she's up on on the bridge Mm -hmm. and she's looking down and sees the train go by. It goes by at this point. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. And then she looks up and there's a little boy. Well, he looks like a boy to me. I don't know. He could be a man. I'm not sure his age in the movie. I'm going to say little boy because little boy. they like love each other. Okay, that's true. They do talk about love. I mean, who knows how old he's supposed to be because he's a spirit, but he does have the appearance of a little boy mm-hmm. and his name is Haku. I, I would just feel better if he was a little boy. <laughs> okay, well, fair <laughs> enough. He's a little boy then. But he sees her and he's just like, oh my God, what are you doing? He's like, you have to get out. He takes yeah, her. Yeah, he's like, it's almost dark. It's almost dark. We got to get out of here. Yeah, get out of here because that's. You know, nothing good happens in a abandoned theme park at night. <laughs> Have you seen movies? Especially. <laughs> so, yes, they run back to find her parents because he, like, leaves her and he's like, get out, get out, you got to get across the river. So she goes back to find her parents and this is when they've turned into literal pigs. Literally. They have their parents' clothes on, but they're gigantic hogs and they're just eating the food and... So she tries to run, but she sees, it's funny to me, she runs and, like, the little tiny riverbed that there was there is like a gigantic ocean now. Yeah. But she walks into it and she goes, water? <laughs> I don't know if that was an edit, like they added that, but that was so funny to me. I'm like, yes, you're surrounded by water. <laughs> well, I mean, she is like, what, 10, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> maybe so, yes. But this is where everything starts to come to life. And like all these spirits are in the little shops now. They're like kind of black spirits, the like yeah, shapes. Yeah, like little black shaped ghosts. Yeah, they're working the shops like they own them and stuff. And this big kind of like a cruise ship almost comes and lands and all these it's it's very interesting how how it's done like these like paper it's just like flying paper and as they cross over onto the land they actually become like spirits like shapes yeah it's interesting how they do that i don't know if they're saying what the what the point of that would be it would be interesting i'm sure i could look into this for hours and just get all the hidden meanings and stuff yeah but she's like freaking out and she runs and hides in the corner and Haku finds her again and he's like it's gonna be okay you've crossed over I don't know if he explains it to her what's happening but he tells her like she's crossed over into the spirit world and he tells her to eat this and this is when I kind of laughed at that because I'm, he's like eat this and you'll be better and I'm just like is that drugs <laughs> right <laughs> well at this point I'm like he's awfully close to this little girl 
he's kind of like put his arm around her. Yeah, yeah, he's like getting all up in her business. I don't know. I have problems when people get inside what I feel is a, a appropriate bubble for somebody. I'm just like, whoa, you're too close. Yeah, I I didn't think that because again, I think and maybe it is a part of it, but just Japanese and especially Japanese animation just seems so hopeful, like magical to me. Where I don't feel like anything bad is going to happen. Like, yes, I mean, bad things happen. But in regards to, like, sexual predators, I don't feel like that would be something in the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's Probably because I listen to true crime. <laughs> well, and I haven't... I've seen different movies, you know. And yes, there are bad people in anime. But this movie makes me feel kind of hopeful. Well, yes, there are bad people. But in the end, they all kind of turn out to be somewhat decent. Yeah, that's true. So, but Haku says, you've got to eat food from this world, otherwise you will fade away. Mm-hmm. And he gives her, like, a little tab on the tongue, and she's like, whoa, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, she starts to, she becomes solid again. And he's like, okay, well, you're good. And they see a gigantic bird with the head of a woman flying overhead. Yeah. And that's when I think he kind of, like, gets on top of her, kind of, or shields her from the sky. Yeah, he kind of, they're, like, next to a brick wall, and he's, like, up against her like hovering over her yeah his hands on the wall kind of just covering her with her his body yeah kind of he, he makes like a lean-to tent over her with his yeah. body <laughs> yeah that's a good <laughs> but he's basically like that is yubaba the bad the villain of the movie yeah and she cannot see you he's like you know humans can't be here and she's like, well, I can't move. And he's like, well, your legs are bound. And I don't know, they don't think they explained why or who did it, but uh, he unbounds her legs. He, like, takes a spell or says a spell, and her legs are able to move, and they, they run away. Yeah, I, I, that was a little, I don't know, different, because it's like, why is her legs bound? Because it never happens again. Yeah, I don't know if it was just something of, like, her first getting here. But, yeah, he they start to run, and you really see the landscape of the movie where, you see, they run through, like, the trough. There's all these pigs in a trough, mm-hmm. and that comes back. But they run through, like, a, a freezer. They run through, like, a, a restaurant. He's just taking her away so she doesn't get found because humans are not allowed in this spirit world. Yeah, so they finally get to the bridge, and he was like, look, if you have to hold your breath the whole time that we cross it. He's like, don't let it out. Which that immediately makes me nervous. Why's up? Because I'm like, <laughs> like, if somebody's like, okay, you have to hold your breath. For like one minute, I would probably last 10 seconds. Yeah, when they like it's on the line. Yeah, because I'm like, that's too much pressure. I can't handle that pressure. Yeah. I'm just going to have to die. Well, I don't know if he says it here, but you do find out that it's because like if she holds her breath, they can't see her. Right. It, it, I guess if she breathes it, like there's some kind of spell. That's kind of what I got. It makes, yeah, I, I, I guess so. If she breathes while she's crossing this bridge, then maybe... They like all the spirits can then see her. Mm-hmm. So it's some sort of spell or something, I guess. If she holds her breath while crossing this magical bridge to the bathhouse, maybe she would be invisible for the rest of the time. Right. Maybe, yeah. I guess. It, that doesn't happen. So a lot of this can be explained by saying magic. Yeah. <laughs> spirits. <laughs> yes. Um, so they start, and he's really taking his sweet time walking across this bridge. Right. I, I was like, dude, if you're going to tell me to hold my breath, you got to really start to book it. Again, the anxiety is just building yeah. inside of me. I'm just like, hurry, hurry, hurry. Yeah. And, and so this little frog guy who works at the bathhouse is like, well, Master Haku, how are you doing? <laughs> and he stops. Like, Haku stops with her behind him. Yeah. And I was like, dude, you got to keep going and kind of like walk by him yeah, or something. Just like go around him. Yeah. He's just a little frog. But she lets her breath out and then everybody's like, oh my God, it's a human being. Like, holy crap. 
So I think they start running, and they get to somewhere safe, and he tells her what she needs to do next. He's like, you have he put and this would be very handy now if we could tell people what to do by putting images in their head like he does because he puts his hand to her forehead and he's like you need to go down these steps into this boiler room talk to the boiler man and ask him for a job and she can like see it in her head oh i guess i missed that part yeah i don't know if he's like if she's seeing it but there is a scene where he puts his hand on her head and she's kind of seeing it as he's saying it okay and I wrote that down, like, man, if you would tell me how to do stuff and put it in my head, like, exactly how I need to do it for you, that would be amazing. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> if we could do that for people in general. That would be incredible. Yeah, it was like, okay, uh, I'm going to be away from my desk for tomorrow, so, uh, John, if you could just do this. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I can do it exactly as you do it. That'd be great. That saves so much time. Yeah. Because um, he's like, I have to go, you know, they're expecting me, they know I'm here, I have to go in, and. He's like, you just go and ask for the boiler man and ask for a job. And no matter what he says, you have to get that job. Just keep asking it. Yeah, the boiler man is Kamaji. Kamaji, yes. Um, so he leaves her there, I believe. And then she goes to walk down these steps that are kind of like it looks like on the side of the bathhouse. Yeah, and they're steep. They're steep, yeah. And you can see like down, all the way down into the water where the train is. And she's like. I don't, you know, she's freaking out, but I don't know if it was me, if I would be so scared about it. She has very good reason at the minute here when we get to it, but I would Mm -hmm. just be like, well, there's steps. I mean, I know it's really high up, but I got to get down. I would have been like going on my butt and just kind of crawling. Yeah. Because yeah, what she ends up doing is she puts her feet down and then she kind of like lays on the step and then she moves her feet down to the next one and then lays down on the next step. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of like, well, I don't know why she's so scared. I mean, yes, it's very high up, but, you know, I'm assuming the steps are, are good. <laughs> but they're not. No, she puts her feet down on one of them near the end, and it crumbles. And she, like, is all of a sudden, she's just running full speed down these yeah, steps. she's just propelled forward. <laughs> yeah, and she runs into a wall, and she's like, boom! Smack dab right into a wall. Yeah. So she goes into, you know, she opens the door, he says, and she walks through it. And, and there's a lot of, in this movie, like, industrialization. And what I mean by that is there's a lot of pipes, like, with smoke pouring out of them. And, like, there's yeah. a lot of gauges, like, telling you how hot something is. And I don't know if that's a comment on America or a comment on the world now. But there's a lot of, like, industrialization like that. Just hmm. a bunch of pipes pouring smoke out with gauges telling you how hot things are. I don't know. But she goes in, and yes, there's all these pipes around, but it's Kumaji is this guy. He's got tiny little sunglasses on, mm-hmm. and he's got this, the biggest mustache you would see. He reminds me of um, Sonic, the villain in Sonic. Oh, yes, yes. Um, Dr. Robotnik. Yeah. Yes, and Jim Carrey plays Jim him Carrey, in the movie. Jim Carrey, yes. Jim Carrey plays <laughs> tiny sunglasses yes 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 yeah except he doesn't have six hands no i wish that i had i could grow a mustache like that like you see people that grow mustaches that just like take over their face oh right i wish i could grow a thick one like that oh well i'm glad no you don't (laughs) there's a guy the band that just broke up every time i die rest in peace to that band but there's the, the guitar player andy williams he has a gigantic mustache he could grow he can grow a gigantic beard but sometimes he has this big Big mustache. I'd have to like push it up just so I could find your lips to give you a kiss. It's <laughs> yeah. like moving out of the way. Well, my voice would change into Sam Sam ne- or no Sam Elliott, where I'd be like, "You can kiss me now if you want." <laughs> my voice would automatically change. But like that's too forced and creepy. <laughs> <laughs> 
But you're right. Yeah, Kumaji has six. Yes, a total of six arms. Yeah, three on each side. Three on each. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's crazy because, yeah, he's he's like the guy who works the the inner workings of the bathhouse. He gets like little tokens come down to him on ropes, and he's like, "Son of a bitch, water!" Oh. He's like <laughs> turning levers, and I think he's cooking meals there too. Yeah, and I think he's like doing some kind of spells. Like maybe he's making some of the tokens. Yeah, because as they go later into the bathhouse, they have these tokens that can like do like certain kinds of water or specific kinds mm-hmm. of water and stuff. So yeah, he may be enchanting them as well because he's getting like ingredients out of all these containers. Like some of right. his arms are reaching out and getting like eye of newt or what I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Just these sprigs of I don't know anything. Rosemary. Yeah. Rosemary. Yeah. <laughs> just whatever you want to say to cook with. But the animation, by the way, I don't know if we've touched on it, is just so great. It's so detailed. Yeah. Like when it they're is. in the, the town, like at the beginning, or not the town, but the amusement park. It's just like it's just so detailed. Like little things like that, you know, like you can very easily do with a computer now, but they actually had to take time and do that by hand, mm-hmm. you know, it's just insane and that's how Disney did it back in the day. You know, and I don't know if you do that so much before, but maybe now, you know, with this podcast, you will, like, going in and watching the movie and being like, well, look at that house in the background. They actually had to animate that, and look how detailed that is. Yeah, it, yeah it's very detailed and just incredible looking. Yeah, it's very good. And his room that he's in, Kumaji, is very beautifully animated. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the main thing is he's got these little little black characters their suit ball their suit yeah he enchanted the suit to come to life to carry which i did i referenced them as dust balls really as i as i was like i'm not sure what these are but they look like little dust balls real oh and wow. i'm like oh i'm right i was like little minions or whatever little characters which, yeah i mean but he says that he was like oh yeah there's soot and he's like this i was like oh wow so he enchanted that they're carrying like little lumps of coal to put in the fire to keep the furnace going which i mean how neat i mean yeah Instead of dusting, just put the dirt to work. It's like Harry Potter, where you see them like um, when they enchant like their like their stuff in their kitchen to cook things. Mm-hmm. Like you see the bowl like mixing itself. You know, it's just very interesting to see that. But yes, that would be amazing if you could enchant like dust or dirt in your house to clean it or do oh, something real. And one thing I noticed with Kumaji is on his desk he has this ashtray with a million cigarettes in it. <laughs> you don't oh. see that all the time. <laughs> Which I think Miyazaki, the director, likes to smoke a lot. I think I've oh, heard that. Okay. So I don't know if he was putting that in there. He's like, well, this is me. I'm doing everything. This guy is supposed to be me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, th- I don't know if she asks for a job at this point but right away. But he tells her no. He's like, get out. He's mm-hmm. like, I don't need any help. You can see I've got everything the way I need it. And one of the little dust balls has the big-ass piece of coal. And it, like, crushes him. Mm-hmm. And so Chihiro picks it up. And she's having problems picking it up, too. But I was like, how how heavy is this piece of coal that she's That's having problems? That's what problems? I was thinking. Like, dang. But she picks it up and puts it in the furnace for that little piece of uh, dust. And then all the other dust creatures <laughs> start to fall, have those things crush them too. So she would pick them up for them. I thought that was the cutest yeah. thing. It was so neat. I was just like, that is just so adorable. It's, it's adorable. And Kumaji's like, hey, hey, they were created for one thing. And if you take away their jobs, then they're not going to do it, and they're going to go back to dust. Mm-hmm. So stop helping them. <laughs> like, mind your business. And she's like, give me a job. And he's like, what? No. And she's like, please give me a job, sir. And then he's like, what? I, he, I think he's still declining her. But then the lady, Lynn, mm-hmm. comes in. She's like a lady that works at the bathhouse. And she feeds, it looks like, feeds the little pieces of soot. Well, like Lucky Charms. <laughs> it's like pieces yeah, of stars. stars. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I put on. Like, she's giving them lucky charms. 
Just the marshmallow part. Yeah, the only the Which yeah, is the best. not not the cereal part. But <laughs> um, Lynn is like a human. She's like, "What are you doing here?" And Kumaji out of nowhere is like, "Oh, she's my granddaughter." Yeah, very cool, very nice. I'm like, well, you just kind of shoved her to the side, and now she's your granddaughter, and you're protecting yeah. her. I think he's like, "Well, I don't need help here, but you can work up in the bathhouse." And Lynn is kind of a jerk to Chihiro at first. She calls mm-hmm. her like adult. A what? She, dolt. You never heard dolt. that term before? Uh-uh. Before? Yeah, it's like, oh, you dolt. It's just mean like idiot or dumb. Oh. Yeah, I never heard that. I've heard so, of dope. Dope, yeah. That's one of them. That's another Not one. Not dolt. But dolt is dolt. one. It's it's just a term. You can use that in your vernacular now. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can use it in my vocabulary. Vocabulary. My vocabulary. Yeah, vocabulary. <sighs> So she tells Chihiro that, look, if you want to get a job here, you're going to have to talk to the witch, Yubaba, who runs this place. Mm-hmm. And as they're walking, or I think they're in the elevator, they run into a radish spirit. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was kind of like, oh, I guess there's spirits for everything. Because she's like, hello, radish spirit. And to describe what this thing looks like is it's really big. And it's got like, it looks like a, like a beard kind of first. It's like covering his chest, but yeah. it's like white coming out of his face. And then he's got huge nips, or like huge boobs. Yeah. He's like a sumo wrestler kind of shape. Exactly, yeah, like sumo wrestler. And then his arms have like little tentacles, which I'm thinking is probably the um, um, roots off of the radish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I think we see Haku here talking to the the frog guy, because he's like, I, think, I wrote something in here where he's like, like, do you smell like a human or do you smell human? Mm-hmm. Somebody says it where they're like, oh, I smell human. And yeah, I think the little frog is all like, Lynn, you smell like a human. What the hell's going on? Yeah, and she's like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Bye. So um, I think what's his face first to, to talk Lynn, Kumaji, to talk Lynn into doing this, says he will give her some roasted newt and he hands it to her and she's like, oh, my God, <laughs> roasted newt. And, and Lynn you know, people are freaking out about that, too, because I think she what she does is she actually sends Shihiro up the elevator to Yubaba's place, like her top room where she's at. Right. And that's when the frog guy, when she sees him, is like, you smell like a human. What the fuck? And she's like, oh, I was just doing a task for Kamaji. And uh, he's like, what is that? She's like, oh, you're probably smelling my roasted newt. And he's like, what? <laughs> and she's like, let me have, let me have some, let me have some, let me have some. And she just eats it. Yeah, she's like, nah, it's mine. So I'm, like, I'm kind of thinking to myself, I'm like, is roasted newt that good? It must be. Are newts real? Well, newts are real, right? I don't know if I can. They're so cute. But they're real, right? Yeah. All right. Okay. I didn't know if that was just some. It's like the Geico little thing. The chameleon? Yeah. The gecko? The I think it's like a newt. If, if you know newts are real, write in. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, a little lizard. Yes. Um, so Chihiro is riding up the elevator with the radish spirit or whatever, and they get off at the top floor, and then the radish spirit, they get off together, and then he gets back in and goes down. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to be up here. <laughs> I'm not going to top floor. <laughs> so we've seen her like very briefly as a bird flying over, but then we are introduced to Yubaba. She, her design is very interesting. She's, she's huge in the fact that like her face is gigantic. Mm-hmm. Her little body is huge. She's like just wide. Yeah, I don't know right. how to describe it very well. She's it, not tall, but wide. It's almost like you're looking at one of those mirrors. You know, if you go to like a theme park of some sort. Yeah. And you look and, and you're either really short or really tall and then some make you wide. It's kind of like that. She's yeah. like short and wide. Yes, yes, but very 
large. Mm-hmm. Um, her face, I, I was wanting to pop this thing the whole time, but she's got this pimple in the middle of her head. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's like her third eye or what. I think that was a mole. Mole? Okay. I was like, man, look at that thing. But I do have to say, this lady reminds me of my stepmom. Really? And it goes to say that I'm not a fan of my stepmom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but my stepmom's got like a bigger nose and hopefully nobody that knows her is listening, but... I, I don't uh, talk to her anymore, so that's okay. But And then she just smokes like uh, my stepmom would as far as taking a drag and then blowing it out her yeah, nose. Yeah, she smokes, yeah. And I'm just like, ooh. Well. This, but, I mean, it's not a bad thing. It was yeah, just kind of like, like, oh, well, that just reminds me of somebody I know. Yeah, well, that's true. She, Yubaba has a huge nose. Mm-hmm. There's one part where it just shows later in the movie, it shows her and her her nose is the only thing in frame. Like, yeah. Shihiro is sitting down, and you can just see her nose on the other side. It's really funny. Oh, goodness. But Yubaba, she comes into Yubaba's, ha- like, little apartment or room or whatever it is, and this is where she's like, she insults her for not knocking, and she calls her the most pat- pathetic little girl ever. She's yeah. like, you didn't knock, you're the most pathetic little girl ever. That's rude. And then there's these three bouncing heads in the room with her, which I need to look up the, the reason or the meaning behind that, because I guess they're spirits as well. Yeah, they're green. Yeah, they yeah. they look like the pigs in the Angry Birds. You know, the pigs yes! that you shoot? thank you. I'm like, <laughs> I've seen these heads before. Yeah. Where are they? Yes, that's it. But there's three of them, and they bounce, and when they bounce, they're like, hum, 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 hum. <laughs> they just weird, make weird noises. And there's also like a crow that kind of looks like you, Baba, that flies around as well mm-hmm. in her room. But Jihiro is like, I need a job. And she's like, that crow may be her third eye. Which is in the oh, middle. Oh, that's a good point because she flies with it later. Right. Yeah, maybe so. Oh, look at that. Look at us figuring out Japanese we're, culture. We're going <laughs> to get this. Later we're going to look it up. It's like, that crow was spirit of blah, 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 not a third eye. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we try. So Jihiro's like, I need a job. And she's like, nope. And she pulls the Beetlejuice and zips the zips Jihiro's mouth yeah, shut. Yeah, <laughs> right. I was like, that's Beetlejuice. And Careful, don't say it too many times. Oh, I can only say it one more time. <laughs> but if I say it one more time, he's gone. And this is kind of where you get like what the bathhouse is, where Yubaba's like, this is a bathhouse for spirits. We don't have places for humans to work. Mm-hmm. And, and she starts screaming. Uh, oh, Chihiro? Chihiro? Yeah. yeah, she's just like, give me a job. And Yeah, every time she does, Yubaba's like, ah! ah. Yeah. And, and this is where she's like, well... I, I said I would give a job to anybody who asked for it. She says something like that, so I guess that's why... Well, she woke up the baby. Yes, that's right. The baby, You see its foot kind of step out from behind a curtain, and Yubaba's like, get back, get back in there, get back in there. And then like she's like destroying the place. Yeah, and she's like, give me a job! And that's when she's like, okay, fine. It's like, you woke the fucking baby up, good yeah, lord. Yeah, like, just, just shut the hell up, because it's going to take me forever to get this baby back down. Yeah. And I'm like, isn't she too old to have a baby, but... That is another type of spirit, the baby. Uh, just the way that I explained it to you, and there's meanings, is like that everything you see in here is a spirit of something. Mm-hmm. I don't know the relationship between Yubaba in real life to like that big baby. Yeah. Like, are they spirits that are like in stories connected? Because the baby has like a, a red apron with some um, Japanese lettering. Yeah. That probably says something that I have something. no idea. I, I don't know. I, I watched a movie on this a while back, or like a little short YouTube video a while back, and they said something about the baby being a spirit or the representation of okay. something. So, right on. But all of these spirits are in what they call Shinto, which is a religion in Japanese. 
So, like, in Shinto, they believe in, like, these spirits and have stories about these spirits and stuff, which is not uncommon in, like, Viking or um, North Norse mythology. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they have Viking stories about Thor and, you know, just... True. So, it's kind of funny how it all comes together. It is neat. Which, for, for religious people, the funniest thing I had is that I was reading, when we went on our cruise for our honeymoon, I, w- I downloaded a book because there was no internet, but I read about Norse mythology, the Neil Gaiman book. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny because at the beginning of Norse mythology, they have a myth about a great flood coming and wiping off the world. And Norse mythology was quite a long time before... Oh, hey, you're going to start something. But I just thought that was funny. It's funny how other religions have part, bits and pieces yeah. of, you know, but I'm like, wait, this <laughs> like, has a giant flood too? Didn't you get this somewhere? <laughs> Wasn't this written already? It's like a professor being like, well, you wrote this story about a flood coming out of the world, but I swear I've heard this before. Shouldn't you reference this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, in your new book you're writing called The Bible, you need to have a side, work-sided page. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to have to have some uh, resources yeah so well yubaba in order for her to work there she takes her name her sin or uh, well sin is what her name is but mm-hmm. uh jihiro writes her name down on a piece of paper in and, and yubaba takes like some of the letters away yeah and she keeps them and she's like because that's they were like that's what yubaba does is that she steals your name and that's how she controls you so you forget who you are and yeah. then you're easier to control yeah and she's like your new name now will be sin and she's like and i'll give you the hardest job in the bathhouse Yay. Yeah. I think this is where she runs into Haku going down the elevator. And she's like, Haku, how's it going? Think I got a job here, like you said. And he's like, he being kind of an idiot, being an asshole to her. Mm-hmm. He's like, quiet. He's like, don't talk to me or whatever yeah, he call says. Call me Master Haku. Yeah, you will refer to me as Master. And I wrote, he says, if you don't work out, then they can roast or boil you. Right. I think he's just trying to play his part i guess which is funny because she takes it super seriously where i'm like dude that guy because she she says later she's like does he have a twin (laughs) (laughs) wow you are a dumb kid uh but yes you would think if you were smart enough you'd be like well this guy's probably got to keep up appearances in this bathhouse but she's like he has a twin one's a jerk and one's not (laughs) it's called split personality yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's a psycho he thinks he's good then he's bad but Lynn, she meets up with Lynn again, and she, Lynn is actually very happy to see her. She's yeah. like, you did it. I, you did it. And she turns like, out, I can't believe you did it. Yeah, she turns out to be a pretty good person. Yeah, she does. I, I said Sin, like the character of Sin reminds me, or, or Chihiro, but she's Sin now. I said she reminds me of my niece when she was younger. She used to wear her hair up in a ponytail like that and was very l- lanky. Because mm. the way they draw her, is her legs are super thin. Yeah. She's very thin and, and lanky. And this is where I think Yubaba, so much happens so quickly, but Yubaba, I think, transforms into a bird and flies away. Yes, yeah, she flies away with her other... But the way she does it is she, like, wraps a uh, blanket around her, Mm -hmm. and it kind of makes the body of a bird, and she flies away. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. yeah. But Haku is, like, her second in command. They call him her apprentice later. Mm Mm-hmm. But he always, he's talking about this mission. He's mentioned it a few times already in the movie where he was like, I've got to, I've got to, got to do this mission for you, Baba. But they show Sin around the place. And I think this is where Lynn shows her, like, the sleeping quarters. And she's giving her clothing that she's going to need to work. She's like, oh, you're so thin or you're so tiny. She's like, this isn't going to fit you. I don't think I have anything for you. Yeah, she's, like, throwing all the clothes on the floor, like, trying to find the right size of shirt for her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But... But Sen starts talking about how she's not feeling well. And she's, like, crumpled over in the floor. And Lynn's, like, pulling, you know, trying yeah. to find a shirt for her. And Sen's like, God, I feel like 
shit. Yeah, she's getting overwhelmed that she's still stuck here, maybe. That's what I got. There's a lady sleeping in the corner that's like, what the hell's going on? And she's like, <laughs> oh, the new girl's not feeling well. Yeah. Um, but I think while she's sleeping, this is when Haku comes in and tells her to meet him at the bridge. Mm-hmm. She, in the early morning, she wakes up, makes her way back down to the boilerman's room. Everybody's asleep, the boilerman. And she's like, she sees the little dust suit and is like, can you bring me my shoes? Because they took her shoes earlier for it. Right. Which I think that's Japanese culture is like, don't wear your shoes in the house, maybe. Oh, yes. So definitely. I think that's why they took them from her when she went into the bathhouse. But they all, they bring her shoes and socks and she puts them back on and gets out. And as she crosses the bridge, I think this is the first time we see No Face. I don't know. She crosses the bridge to go meet Haku, and we see No Face maybe standing there Probably. at some point. Yeah, I don't remember when. But she meets Haku, and one thing I noticed I did write in here is that when she leaves the boiler room, she uses a rag to open the door. I don't know why, but she just has a, a rag in her hand and opens the door and goes out up the stairs. And I was like, oh, OCD, I got that. Hmm. I know what that's like. Interesting. But she talks to Haku, and, and he gives her her clothes back. And I think is where he takes her to see her parents. Mm-hmm. And the pig farm. The pig, like the area where all the pigs are, <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. And she sees him and he's like, remember which ones are your parents? Because she automatically goes up to him and just knows. But what I found so funny about this part is she's screaming at her parents. Yes! She's like, don't worry, parent. Don't worry, mom and dad. I'm going to come back and find you. I'm like, why are you screaming? What? What's going on? Because you guys are sneaking off. You shouldn't be screaming. Yeah, I, I don't get it. But... She starts to cry, you know, because of just being overwhelmed of her situation. And mm-hmm. Haku gives her some more food. He's like, this is, it has spells on it. It'll give you your energy back. It's like rice balls or something. Yeah. Well, I have that she started crying after the food and I referenced Simply Irresistible. <laughs> yes, you're absolutely correct. Because she just, she starts eating some of the food and starts crying her eyes out. Yeah. <laughs> like, she must be eating. Some uh, good ass shit. Sarah Michelle Geller's food. Yeah, she's like, oh my god, this this makes me so happy and sad. And like, yes, the person that made it was very sad. Yeah. <laughs> and if you haven't watched that episode, you should. Go back to that one, yes. But um, I think Haku kind of lays the plan out here where he's like, she, she pulls out the little card that she got from her friend from school in her clothes. And mm. it's like, it says goodbye, Chihiro, or whatever. And she's like, Chihiro. She's like, that's my name. He's like, I can't believe I've already forgotten it. I know. That's he scary. Was, he was like, remember that. Hold on to that. Hold on to your clothes because you're going to need them to get back when it's time to go across the river. Yeah. And he's like, and remember which pigs are your parents. Just trying to remember which one they are. Yeah, which will come and play later. Yes. So he's like, uh, you know, go back in and I'll, I think he just says like, well, I'll come back for you later or whatnot. So she starts to go back inside and this big dragon flies off in the background. Mm-hmm. I read that they added this in the English dubbed version. Really? Because in the English she goes, Haku is a dragon. Now in the Japanese version, that's not there because I guess they're smart. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's what they were thinking, but I guess they're like, people need to know that he can transform into that dragon. So but like. Wow, Haku is a dragon. That's not in the Japanese. Oh, it's just he just turns into a dragon and she doesn't say anything? Or she just kind of looks at it and was like, oh, well. Okay, yeah, like that's just everyday thing. In Japanese, I'm assuming it is. But right. Yeah, in America, I'm like, they need to know. They need to know. So put in that, he's like, wow, Haku is a dragon. So, yeah, she walks across the bridge, and this might be where we see No Face for yeah. the first time. He's just a transparent black figure with, like, a mask on. Mm-hmm. And we find out later his name is No Face. But yeah, he's just kind of standing there looking. But we don't, We also found out here very quickly that he says Haku 
can't remember his name. He was like, if you remember your name, that's how right. you, you can escape. He's like, but she took my name so long ago, I can't remember, and that's why she has me. Right. Or why yeah. I'm here, I can't escape either. Like, that's so sad. And then this is where we get some animate, like a uh, montage of her working in the bathhouse. Like, her job <laughs> is to, like, wipe the floors, it looks like. And it's funny because the other people that have her same uniform on, they're pros. They're mm. like run across the floor with the rags and she's just trying to get there like just across once and they're already going back a second time. Right. Yeah. She's super slow. Yeah. They said, I think Yubaba was like, oh, we'll, we'll give you the hardest job in the building. And yeah, wiping the floors. Good Lord. And Lynn asked her, haven't you worked a day in your life? I would be like, I'm 10. No. <laughs> no, I haven't. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's crazy, and so it shows her like it's raining outside, and she opens up the door to like throw out water or mm-hmm. whatever, and No Face is standing in there, in the rain, and she's like, "You can come in if you want, like it's open." Yeah, she's just being nice. Yeah, she's like, "Bathhouse is open for everybody," and so when she leaves the door open, <laughs> I wrote Sin is kind of standing there, or not Sin, but No Face is standing there like Michael Myers. He's, yeah. he's just standing there with this mask <laughs> on, like not responding. She's like, "Hello," he's like. He comes off very creepy, yes. Creep comes off as creepy, yes. And and you would think that maybe he's a villain as the movie progresses. <laughs> I guess creepy in a sweet way. Yeah, when if she that leaves, is a thing. No, I, I guess. Well, that's that's what I was when we were dating to you. I was creepy <laughs> in a sweet way. <laughs> oh. But she when she leaves the door open for him, he's smiling. He's got like a big smile on yeah. his mask. But this is where Lynn and Sin are getting told to clean the big tub in the bathhouse. They're like, we need you to clean the big one. And Lynn's not too happy about it because she's like, this will take forever to clean. Yeah, it's like and, the worst one. And that's yeah. where they, like, the dirtiest spirits go. And she's like, we haven't cleaned this one in forever. It's got shit stuck all over it. So they're like in it and they're cleaning it and it's taking forever. And she was like, well, Sin, go to the front and we'll get the ask for a token of this kind of water because this will clean it. We needed to clean it with hot hot salt water or whatever herbal soak token herbal soak token yes so i guess these tokens are and i wonder if this is true in like japanese culture do do they have bathhouses like that that you can go and soak in special water i mean i know it's not for spirits but do they have those where you can just soak in like specialized water i don't know when i think of bathhouse it's nothing good not in america no yeah i I think of very dirty things that was ruined in the 80s yeah (laughs) and not just physically dirty (laughs) no but like in the movie here it's presented as a very good thing like you know you can come and just relax it's like a spa it's just like cleansing yourself but yes the term bathhouse in america has a negative connotation to it yes but here it's like it's a spa for them you know but i was curious when i wrote that down i was like oh i wonder if they have like bathhouses like that where you can go in and like oh yes we have our water mixed with herbs and spices that'd be so nice Yeah, well, so she goes up to the guy, they call him the foreman, I think, to get this herbal soak token, and he's like, you're a dirty-ass human, I'm not giving you shit. (laughs) Get away from me. And then No-Face is behind her, like, and then he gives her the token, and she runs away. Yeah, he throws it, he doesn't have it in his hand, it just kind of throws out out on the floor. It kind of levitates to her, Mm -hmm. yeah, and she runs away, and the foreman thinks that she, like, took it. Right. So, yeah, she runs back, and I think this is when Yubaba had previously returned from her flight. It showed her coming back, but she's like, I, I, something's coming. I can I can feel it. Mm-hmm. And you see, like, the little town in front of the bathhouse. There's, like, this big creature walking through it. This is sludge. Sludge monster walking sludge through it. Sludge of something. Yeah, and everybody's shutting, the spirits are shutting the doors to the town as it's walking by. <laughs> They're like, oh, dear God. <laughs> yeah, but Yubaba's like, something's coming. I feel it. And they, they start to clean it, and Sin, like, puts the herbal soak token, or she doesn't use it. 
does she at this point or does she use no they use it yeah she uses it to clean it yes Mm -hmm. she uses to clean the tub and so they're getting it ready and yubaba's like open all the doors open all the windows and she's like it's a stink spirit Ah! and it's a gigantic sludge monster and people are like fainting as it's coming by Mm -hmm. and and yubaba calls sin and she's like you're gonna be here and you're gonna help this thing and and her hair like kind of like looks like she got shocked by electricity (laughs) when she sees it it's like i i kind of like that just because it just let you know exactly how bad the smell in the yeah. smell is. It's like your hair is gonna stand on end. Yeah, and Lynn was like, "I'm gonna go get us some food." And as she comes back, the food she has in the little bowls like disintegrates because yeah. of how bad it is. And I don't know if it was before or after this, but No Face comes and tries to give Sin more tokens. He does. He gives like her like a, a big bowl of them, yeah, or big container of them. Yes, that's absolutely. And she's like, "Nah, you know, I just needed that one. Yeah. Thank you." And then. He seems to get a little pissy and then just drops them all on the floor. Yeah, because the way he communicates is like, huh, 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 like give give the tokens. And yeah, you're right. This happens before. But she leads the stink spirit into the big tub and pours water on it. And it I guess it doesn't really work. I don't remember how the, the chain of events leads to her. Oh, she pours the water on and it doesn't really do much. And then she's like, well, we need more water. So she puts a token in. Mm-hmm. She like uses a token that No Face had given her. And mm-hmm. Yubaba and the little frog guy are watching. And he's like, what? That's one of our best tokens. How did that dirty human get that? <laughs> um, so she like pulls, like this little thing comes down for her to pull it to release the water on this thing. And I think she gets like sucked into it. Yeah, she does. And that's when she sees there's like a thorn in the side of this stink spirit. Mm-hmm. And Yubaba's kind of like, that's not a stink spirit. She's like, everybody, come on, let's go. They're all working together, which is nice. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, wow, they're really coming together. That's very nice. Yeah. Yubaba's like, all right, tie this rope to the sign of that thorn and, you know, we'll all pull it out. We'll help pull it. And she's like, this isn't a real stink spirit or whatever, but they all pull and this bike comes out, followed by like all this pollution and shit mm-hmm. and like boats and just... The what a scrap of everything just disgusting covered in slime and shit and mm-hmm. then this face of an old man kind of like a mask of an old man comes out of the water and looks at sin and is like well done and then this gigantic spirit kind of like a dragon type thing flies out and they were like oh it's a river spirit so yeah. this river spirit you know kind of saying something had been polluted so much that it become like stinky and, and nasty mm-hmm. so they had to clean it and get all this pollution out of it Right. Which I also read online that that was inspired because Miyazaki, as a young boy, he and some of his friends cleaned up a river and he pulled a bike out of it when he was a kid. Oh, wow. So he kind of put that in there where it was like, this spirit represents the river of wherever it is and I'm going to have it pull a bike out like I did as a kid. Well, that's neat. Yeah. I thought it was neat too as the water kind of dissipates, then you start seeing something shiny. Yeah, it's gold. Exactly. Yeah, this river spirit gave him a bunch of gold, and everybody freaks out. They're like, go, 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 gold. And Yubaba's like, that's all mine now. And I think she says, you did a great job today, Sin. Saki's on me tonight for everybody. Yeah. And was like, whoa, we're getting tanked. She she was very happy because they made a ton of money. <laughs> yeah, because everybody's all freaking out about the gold and shit. So it's funny when they're all getting the gold, the radish spirit is dancing in the background. You see his huge boobs kind of moving <laughs> back and forth. He's like, woo, woo, woo. But, um, so I think, you know, everybody's asleep now and it cuts to the little frog guy. He's kind of looking for pieces of gold in the cracks and crannies of this floor and everything Mm -hmm. they missed. 
and no face is there. Yeah. And the frog's like, well, what the hell are you doing here? You're not supposed to be here at this time. And he gives him, like, a pe- some pieces of gold. And he was like, oh, my gosh, wow, hey, how are you doing? Uh, what can we do? And then no face just out of nowhere eats this thing. Yeah. <laughs> eats the frog. I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's very crazy. And then he starts talking like the frog in some kind of a horror movie because mm-hmm. another guy comes out. He's like, hello, where are you? And then no face is there, and he's talking as the frog. He's like... Hello, it's me. I would like to get some food or whatever. And he has legs and arms now, too. Yeah, he's growing. And he's like, and he's has gold and he's giving gold. Right. He's just making it rain. Gold. <laughs> yeah. So I think this is where Sin in the next morning she wakes up and she sees like it's because it's rained so much, like the sea is risen or whatnot, like around their little hut that they stay in where all the workers live in. So she opens the door and she sees Dragon Haku flying. And she's like, whoa, but he's being chased by like these little paper people. Yeah, well, it looks like birds. Yeah, they look like birds, but he's being chased, and he is, like, getting fucked up. Right. He's actually bleeding. They're showing blood in this movie, which is crazy. I didn't, you don't really see that very much in, like, (laughs) animated kids' movies, but he's bleeding, and she's like, Haku, come into my, come in here, and and he flies into where the people, all the workers sleep, and, like, all these paper birds or whatever, like, kind of fly into the wall and stick. Right. But there's a couple of them that fly through the window and get into the room with Haku. Because, yes, yeah, she's trying to help him when he's in the room. And then, yes, Haku flies out and he flies up. And as he flies up to this room, he, like, hits the side of the building. Yeah, I'm like, oh, poor guy. <laughs> so Sin, Chihiro, is trying to find him. And she goes out and this is where she sees that everybody is catering to No-Face. Mm-hmm. Like, he's sitting in the middle of this room at this big room and everyone just keeps bringing him food because he keeps giving everybody gold. And he's growing. He's getting huge. Yeah. But it's so, it's kind of very uh, disturbing to watch him eat. Because his mask kind of lifts up and there's this big mouth underneath it. Yeah. But, yeah, and everyone, and she tells Lin, she's like, Lin, Haku is hurt, we need help. And she's like, uh, yeah, I'm going to go down there and get some gold, you should come here too. <laughs> yeah, she's like, nah, I'm going to get some gold so I can get the hell out of here. So Chihiro goes up into Yubaba's room. When Chihiro gets into the room, Yubaba is still there. She had not left yet at this point. She is like, people are like, there's this guy down here and he's freaking out and he's eating all the food and giving us gold. So I think she goes down there because he starts, he maybe has eaten somebody. I think Yeah, no he face, ate two of the workers. Yeah, he just out of nowhere eats two people and that's when Yubaba, she's like leaves her room and that's when Chihiro gets in. Yes. And because she's like trying to hide from her at first and she goes into the baby's room and hides underneath like the pillows. Yeah, the cushions. And then I thought Ibaba was going to find her because she starts pulling the cushions or cushions away. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, she's going to expose her. Um, but then you see the baby. Yeah. And I think this is when Ibaba leaves, but the baby wakes up. Mm-hmm. And because Sin is trying or Sin or Chihiro, whatever you want, is trying to leave and the baby wakes up and he's like, you're a germ from outside. Yeah. <laughs> you should not go outside. That's where all the germs are. Yeah, I guess... Which is very true. Yeah, today is today is, today is time. Yes, it is. I guess Yubaba has been, like, keeping him in by saying that. Yeah, maybe. That's what I kind of got, is she mm-hmm. was telling him, like, you can't go outside this room because it's all scary and germs. You and get some germs and then you die. The baby's being very, um... He's kind of harassing her, but it's like, if you don't do what I want, I'm going to scream. Yeah, <laughs> scream and cry, and then Yubaba's going to come back, and... Like, wow. Yeah, and so she's like, well, don't do that, you know, and I think... She shows him, uh, the baby, her hand, and she's like, you're right. I have germs. Look. Yes. Look at this blood on my hand. I've got germs. Yeah, and because then... she touched Haku yeah. and has blood all over her hand. And the baby's all like, get the hell away from me. <laughs> yeah, so I think this is when she goes back into the main room where Haku is, and, like, the three heads are going to push Haku 
into yes. like this. They Down into a pit? They think he's like dead, so they'll like dump the body. They're just like, yeah. <laughs> well, I think even Yubaba uh, said as she was walking out, just get rid of him. He's going to be de- dead here soon. Yeah, whatever. And I'm like, man. Pretty heartless, yes. That's awful. So, yeah, Yubaba has left at this point, and now Chihiro goes in, and she's like, Haku, no, I, I can help you. And does she give him some of the... she From the river spirit that she helped clean, she got this piece of, like, shit. <laughs> it looks like green. Yeah, like a brown green thing. They call it herbal medicine or whatever, but I don't think she gives it to him here yet, right? No, not yet. Oh, okay. Well, as they're getting ready to push Haku down the pit, Yubaba, like this piece of paper, generates like an image of Yubaba. It's mm-hmm. like a... F- like in Star Wars, it's like a 3D image. Well, and it ends up being her twin sister. Yes, because the baby comes out and he's like, Mommy, what are you doing out here? And she's like, oh, are you so stupid you can't even recognize that I'm not your mama? Right. And she turns the baby into like a mouse. Yeah. And she turns the the crow with Yubaba's face on it, she turns that into uh, a little bird. Just a tiny little... Creature. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like a gnat. Kind of. Ti- not that tiny, but... Just shrinks it down. Yeah, and she's like, and so nobody gets the wiser, I'm going to turn these three heads into the baby so she doesn't freak out. Right. <laughs> and this is where she says something that was like, Haku was working for me. I think she kind of lays it out a little bit here. She says something like, Haku was working for me to come in here and steal something, but then now he's coming trying to steal something from me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, so now I'm here to get it back. He, they call it the seal. Yeah, they said he stole seal. some seal for Yubaba. And do you know what the sister's name is? I just kept calling her the sister. Uh, Zeniba. Zeniba, yeah. It's Z-E-N-I-B-A. Okay, sure. They call her Granny later, so we'll just say Gran. Okay. <laughs> when they give her that name, I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, but yeah, she's like, I'm here to get the seal back because it's very special and Haku stole it. And Haku, I guess, like rips the paper up and she disappears. Yeah, he like slaps it with his tail. And it rips. And, and, and she's like, ah, paper cut. Yeah, she cuts in half. <laughs> <laughs> so Haku falls, Haku and Shihiro fall down this pit mm-hmm. and she rides him and they kind of fly up around and stuff. Very never ending story almost. Yeah, where he's flying that big is. creature. Yeah. But this is where they fly and they go into the boiler men's room. Mm-hmm. And he, Haku is like going crazy. He's like flopping everywhere like a snake. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh dear. And this is where Chihiro gets the idea to give him that ball of medicine she got from the river spear for right. thank for his thanks. And this is where she was like trying to force a pill down a dog's throat. Yeah, she put her whole arm in yeah. his mouth. I think she's holding him down too. She's like, no, yeah. no. <laughs> I'm like, flashbacks. Eat it, eat it. <laughs> yeah. So he throws up the seal. It was like in him. Mm-hmm. It's like this like kind of piece of like like a trophy almost looking type thing and it's covered in this black slime and it was like oh that's the curse kamaji is that his name yes kamaji is like oh well that must be she must have put a curse on it for him when he took it now he's like it hurt him and made him like an animal because when she gave him gave him the medicine he turned back into a little boy haku did Right. But he was like, what we got to do is in order to make him well again, you got to take that seal back and give it to Gran, mm-hmm. the, the twin sister. He's like, and hopefully she accepts your apology for him stealing it. Because, yeah, Sin, like that black goo or whatever that's on the seal, Sin like steps on it and breaks it. Yeah, like turns into a little slug. Yeah, and she like, and, steps on it. Yeah, she does a little dance trying to step on it because it's yeah. quick. <laughs> it's not like a real slug. No. It's fast. And Lynn, like, comes down here, and she's like, what the hell's been going on in here? And 
uh, Kamanji is like, look, I, I can get you to the twin sister's place for you to return her seal, but getting back is going to be hard because the train only goes one way or something like that. Right. And she's like, well, how am I going to take the train? And he pulls out two train tickets and Lynn's kind of pissed off at that. Yeah. She's like, you have two train tickets? Like, what the hell? <laughs> I could have gotten out of this shithole. She even mentioned earlier that she's going to be on that train one day. Get out of here, yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess that's what everybody dreams of is getting out. Maybe. Yeah, so... So that's the thing where it's like, okay, well, you your quest now is you've got to take this seal back. But I think Lynn comes down to be like, dude, no face is going fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. He's huge. He is eating people now. And he's only asking for you. <laughs> so she's like, well, I've got to go up there and talk to him first before I leave to go on this quest to save Haku. And yeah, I thought it was very adult. She's like, okay, I will handle that and then I'll leave. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Not like, not my fucking problem. And this is where I was like, is is No Face supposed to be like the spirit of gluttony? That's what I wonder because he just keeps eating. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what his spirit. Because anytime when somebody takes something from his hands, he eats them. Yeah. So and I he don't, eats people too. I don't know if that's greed or. I don't know. I don't know I, what it that was is. interesting. I was kind of like, when I, when I, once we're finished here, I need to look up and be like, kind of, what does he represent? Because Sin, well, before she goes in there, Yubaba's like, look, he's only asking for you. He get in there and get all the gold out of him that you can, but keep him in line. <laughs> he's eating my staff and he's eating all of our food. And so Sin goes in and she's like, "Look, I can't stay here with you. I've got to go save my friend Haku." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Do you have any friends or do you have any family?" And he's like, "No," or he like doesn't say anything. And I think she gets the idea. She's like, "Look, I've still got some of this medicine left that I was gonna give to my parents to save them, but I think this can help you." Right. And so. She gives it, and he eats the medicine automatically, and this is where he starts vomiting and shitting everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) There was one part, because after this, they start walking through the bathhouse, because No Face is going to go with um, Sin to the train. Yeah. And he starts puking, and he goes, oh, excuse me. like well that's so polite yeah he seems like a good guy just you know maybe i think they said like the bathhouse later they say the bathhouse does something to him when he's in there it like makes him go crazy yep Um, but yes he starts throwing up all this food he throws up the people that he eats thankfully but he chases chihiro through the bathhouse mm -hmm. and she escapes outside the bathhouse and gets across the bridge and is like waiting for the train and chihiro is out there she's got the mouse the baby and the little bird with her too yeah they're, they're on sitting a, on her on shoulder. shoulder yeah so cute and she runs away from you know no face she gets him out of the bathhouse and runs away from him and he eventually like makes it to her where she's waiting for this train to come well she is luring him because she's the one that says hey the bathhouse makes him crazy oh yes he needs to get out of there and come with me so he yeah. can calm down yes exactly so um the train actually comes and she hands him a ticket, and the ticket taker has a very interesting machine that he uses. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird. I wonder if it was like once used at some point in real life. But and then he, the ticket taker, looks at No Face, and he's like, "What are you gonna do about this guy?" And she's like, "Oh, well, he can come too." So that's kind of nice. And then he puts the ticket in the machine, and it like rips it up. Yeah, or something. it's like a shredder. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. But she is just kind of sitting there on this train with No Face now, and and they're waiting. You know, they're taking it and. Kamaji had told her that you got to take it to the sixth stop. That's where you get off. Mm-hmm. At this point, I don't know if I've mentioned it a lot, but they kept talking about like Chihiro, Sin, however, uh, is able to help Haku because of her love for him. 
Yeah. They keep mentioning love quite a bit. I'm like, hmm, what does love have to do with it? What's love got, got to, to do? do? Got to do with it. <laughs> well, they reach the, the twin sister's place where she stays, and they are met by a lamp on a hand. Like this lamp, it's like a lamp yeah. on a stand, and at the bottom of the stand is a hand, which right before we recorded this, I found out is a nod to Pixar. You know, they've got the little lamp that jumps. Yeah. That's right. That's kind of like their little like nod to them. But it's got like a little hand on the bottom. Yeah, so it leads them to the house, and they get in there, and it's it's the sister, and she's surprisingly very nice. Yeah, Haku wakes up before she makes it. Haku does wake up, and he goes to Yubaba, and he's like, look, you gotta let Chihiro and her family go free. Mm-hmm. And because he's like, she's going to save you. Because that's when, <laughs> it's it's funny how it starts, is that Yubaba is sitting there with her baby, and the baby is just eating all this food. Yeah. And he was like, you too. You haven't noticed that like the thing you care about the most is gone. And Yubaba first looks at all this gold that she's yeah. got, <laughs> but then she sees the baby and the spell wears off and it's the three heads. It's like oh no. And that's when she's like what? Yeah, she gets like mad. I put that she goes mama bear. Yeah. Because she just goes crazy. Her hair is insane and oh. Yeah, and that's when Haku is like she has already left to go fix your baby. You know, she will get him and bring him back. And if she does so, you have to let her and her parents go. Right. And she was like, agreed. However, I will give her one last test before she goes. And if she def- if she fails it, then she's mine forever. <laughs> yeah, rah, evil. But yes, they, Sin and the mouse, the little bird and no face, they actually make it to the, the twin sister. And she's very nice. Yeah. She's like super cool. Yeah, she's like, like, "Oh, come in now, come in." And and she does even mention that they're opposites. Yeah, she's like, "My sister Yubaba is evil," and she kind of—I guess she came off as kind of evil at the beginning because you know she was she turned the baby into the mouse and stuff like that. Right. She's like, "Well, well, can you turn them back now?" And and she's like, "What that spell wore off a long time ago. They can turn back whenever they want." Yeah, and they're like, "Nah, kind of like how I am right now." Yeah, and it's just funny because it shows them like running in a wheel, hamster wheel, but it's like a thread spinner. Yeah. Yeah, they're making yarn. Yarn, yeah. And Chihiro gives her back with the seal, and she's like, "I'm so sorry that they took this. I want you to, and hopefully, you know, Haku will be okay." She's like, I did, and she's like, the, the spell came off of this, you know, that you put on the curse. I stepped on it. She calls, she's like, call me Grand, but Grand is like, what? What spell? I didn't put a spell on that. Well, she starts laughing because she realizes what spell it is. Yeah, she's like, that's the spell to control Haku. Mm-hmm. She's like, that's what Yubaba put in him to control him. You accidentally destroyed that when the seal came out. <laughs> yeah, so now she doesn't have any control over him. Yeah, and then, so she's like, great, and then. They're all just kind of hanging out. You know, No Face is making thread or making, I think, thread in the back. Yes. And yeah. she's like, wow, No Face, I can't believe how good you are at making thread. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, and then Haku shows up and they're like, Haku, you're okay. We got to go. And and that's when, you know, they decide to leave. But before that, I think they, they made a, um, a hair tie yeah. for Jihiro. Um, and Grand's like, this will be, this will protect you because it was made by your friends. Yeah. Like the baby and the bird. Wasn't and the... that sweet? Well, I'm like friends. You don't really know him very well. Well, <laughs> but... they kind of went on a little trip with her. Yeah, adventure. But this is when Haku shows up and that's when she's like, well, we've got to leave. And, uh, Granny is like, you know what? No face. Why don't you stay with me? How about, how about we stay yeah. here? And she's 
was like, you, you can stay here and we can be friends. And I'm like, well, that's good because No-Face has a family now. That's right. He finally has a, a little place to hang out and stay. And you could tell he was really happy about it. Yeah, he's very happy. And so they're flying back. Like, she's sitting on Haku as he's flying in his dragon form. And she's got the baby and the little bird on her shoulder. And mm-hmm. this is the part where they maybe should have alluded to it a little bit at the beginning. Because this is when she just automatically has the flashback to when she almost drowned. Right. And she was like... Haku, I I think I know what your name is. She's like, you... She's like, when I was a kid, I fell in this river trying to get my shoe, and the waves pushed me out back onto shore, and my dad grabbed me or whatever. She was like, I think your name is Kuhaku. Kuhaku River was where I was at. And he turns into a little boy, and they start falling miles above the... (laughs) I was like, oh, maybe that was bad timing. Yeah, I'm like, they're gonna die now. Oh, goodness. But he tells her, he's like, you remembered my name. My name is Kuhaku River. My name is Kuhaku River. <laughs> I was like, oh, his name is just not Kuhaku. It is Kuhaku River. Well, you know, he's a river. Sure. He's like, I'm the spirit of that river, and I've been watching over you for... for... He says earlier that he was looking after her. Yeah, and earlier they referenced the um, river spirit as being, like, the strongest, I think. Oh, well, okay. Or the best, or, you know, like, really powerful. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, he's really powerful. Yeah, well... Yeah, he was like, you remembered my name. He's like, I'm free, and I can do now. I'm free now. And, and yeah, it's just funny to me because, like, my name is Kuhaku River. <laughs> <laughs> but they get back to Ibaba's house, and she has, like, all this stuff set up. She's got, like, all these pigs out in the front of her yard. Yes. I'm like, oh, great. Well, I could see what was coming. Did you? I didn't. No? Okay, well. <laughs> so she gets back, and the baby and the bird turn back into the, their normal selves. Right. and. She was like, all right, well, one more thing. I have your contract here. She's like, if you can guess which one of these pigs is both of your parents, then you can go free and the contract's null and void. Mm -hmm. And the baby's like, just let her go. He's like, she's very kind. She's very nice. You should just let her go. Yeah, the the baby's like, if you make her cry, I'm going to get real mad. Yes, that's right. And I'm like, aww. Yeah, and and then Chihiro's like, no, 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 I can do it. She's like, I got this. Yeah, she's like, you know, I've been through a lot of hell. I've been... I've been through a lot. I think I can handle this. Yeah, but it's kind of funny because I think everybody turns on Ibaba there. They're like, boo! Mm-hmm. They're like, just let her go. Yeah, but this kind of goes back to where Haku was like, remember what they look like. Yes. So remember. she. Remember. <laughs> remember. It's like, I just watched a bunch of Star Trek movies. There's that one in, in Star Trek 2 where Spock dies. He goes up to McCoy and before he dies, he's like, remember. <laughs> kind of put. Yes. Yes, I went the nerdier route. You went the cooler route with the song. (laughs) I was like, remember in Star Trek 2 where he says, remember? Yeah. (laughs) I'm more musically inclined, even though. There you go. Yeah, anyway. I don't know if those were the real words, but. 21st night of September. Uh I think so. I think that's right, yeah. Okay. Um, But but yeah, she's very confident about it and is like, yeah, I can do this. So she goes over to the pigs and she looks at them for a minute and she's like, well, there's got to be some mistake because none of these pigs are my parents. Yeah. And Yubaba's like, is that your final answer or do you need to phone a friend? (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, yeah, none of these are my parents. And then the pigs turn into, they're like people that work at the bathhouse. Yeah. And the contract just explodes in Yubaba's hand. And she's pissed. Yeah. But she's free. She made it. But everybody else is very happy. Yeah. They kind of realized how good she is because she saved them from no face. And she brought the baby back. Baby back. (laughs) Baby back ribs. So Kuhaku's like, great, we've got to get you across before the night falls again. We've got to get you back over that river. And 
Um, she's like, well, what are you going to do now? And he's like, well, I'm free. I can go wherever I want. Yeah. And he's like, I think I'm going to go back to that bathhouse and make some changes or something. He says he's no longer her apprentice, so he's going to... Yeah, he's he can just do whatever he wants. Yeah, and he's not under her control. He's like, make some changes at the bathhouse now. Yeah. And so, yeah, she Chihiro... Run, you know, he's like, go, go ahead. And so she starts running across and she crosses the river. It's like a tiny little bed again. But the thing is, is Haku says you got to go across without looking back. Yes. You cannot look back until you're through the tunnel. That's just like holding my breath. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to look back. Oh, if somebody's like, don't look back until you're here, I would be okay. Especially he told her to hold her breath and that didn't work. So I'd be like, dude, am I going to be trapped here for fucking ever if I look back? I'm not looking back. And it's, I don't know, it's just like the opposite thing. If somebody tells me to do something, mm-hmm. it's it's all going to fall apart. Yeah, well, she almost fails it because she, I, she crosses the little river. It's not a huge ocean anymore. It's the tiny little creek riverbed again. Mm-hmm. And she, as she gets closer, she hears her parents calling her and they're like, where have you been? Like, get over here. And yeah. she gets there and then they, they're like, well, we're leaving. Come on, we're going to leave. Let's go. And then that's when she almost looks back. Mm-hmm. But she walks through the tunnel. And yeah, you can see that she's thinking about yeah. it. Yeah, she's like, nope, nope. I'm gonna keep keep going. Yeah, and then this is where the mom's like again. She's like, Chihiro, if you keep clinging to me like this, I'm gonna fall. Which is oh, Jesus. She's just happy to see him again. It has a, it's nice because it just has a different meaning. It it's it's very nice this time. But she's not scared, and her parents they get to their car, which is funny, and the dad's like. <laughs> What the hell? There's all these leaves on it. And what happened? There's all this it, dust in it. What? You know, it's been sitting here for a couple of weeks. Yeah, and I think the mom or Chihiro is like, oh, it must have been windy or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just wonder, like, if they're renting this house. Yeah. If they get there and somebody else is living there. Gosh, how long have they been gone? Yeah. Because they keep saying, we need to go get the movers. So I mean, like, they're in for a surprise when the movers <laughs> haven't been there for days. Everything is screwed up now. Yeah, the dad's like, I've got 80 missed phone calls from movers. (laughs) But the dad, as they get into the car, the dad's finally like, wow, you're starting school. That's going to be pretty scary, huh? And she's like, no, I think I'll be okay. It's like, I can handle it. And then she, as they leave, they look back in the tunnel. She looks back at the tunnel Mm -hmm. as they leave it. And Haku says to her when she leaves, he's like, we'll see each other again. I know it. Yeah. There has not been a Spirited Away too, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that was setting up a sequel. They could, but I don't know what it would really be about unless... She's got to work at like a meat factory now, meat unless, packing factory. <laughs> unless Haku needs her help at the bathhouse and she has to go back and put people in line, but that wouldn't be very interesting. Ibaba's back. <laughs> Ibaba's revenge. <laughs> yeah, and I read something interesting also in the Japanese version. Maybe I misheard it, but as they're driving... There's no dialogue at the end when they just leave. Mm-hmm. It's just there's no dialogue at all. But I thought that was a very nice ending to it where she he's like, wow, you're going to start a new school, huh? Sounds pretty scary, right? And she's yeah. like, no, no, I can handle it. She's like, I've grown up a yeah. lot. In these past eight weeks that I've been gone. They're like, eight weeks? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's funny. They like leave and they're like, why is it snowing now when we left? <laughs> Could have swore that it was summer. <laughs> yeah, they're going to have to something's gonna go wrong with that time gap you know yeah (laughs) they're gonna have to face something um but i when i first watched this movie i don't know if i said it at the very beginning but i said i was kind of confused by it when i first watched it Mm -hmm. maybe wasn't paying all attention to it or just had it going on in the background but i loved it i absolutely loved this movie yeah no it was really good um i liked the storyline it was just yeah all over really good 
Did you have a favorite part? There, I had a couple. I would say probably favorite part is either when, um, when the world is coming alive, when you know the night falls on the town and all the spirits are coming in from the boat. Just the animation on that was very pretty. Yeah, I agree. Um, second favorite part is kind of when she's working the bathhouse. It probably the the stink spirit part because I just like the ins and outs of the bathhouse oh, and her working. Yeah. Very cool. Do you have a worst? I don't know if I had a worst part of the movie. I'd say the parents at the beginning um, were a little overbearing. They made them kind of unlikable. Yeah, they did. If they made them a little nicer, maybe I could understand why she missed them so much. But I get it. She's a little kid and they're her parents. But mm-hmm. it's a tiny gripe. It's a tiny, tiny little right. thing. I don't hate it. And also the whole thing of her, like the river saving her when she was a baby. If they would have referenced that at the beginning a little bit, I think it would have made it a little bit of a tighter movie. But very, very small argument about it. I, sure. I didn't really have any problems with the movie. Well, it's good. How about you? Favorite worst? Uh, the favorite has to be the part where the soot was taking the coal. <laughs> yeah. And then it dropped on him and she picked it up. And then the rest of the soot was like... Let the coal drop on them, like, oh, I can't so do it So she'll do it? Yeah. And I was like, that was just the cutest. So funny, yeah. The cutest. Did you have a worst? Um, well, I have another favorite. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Or a good. Um, I did a few. Oh, yeah, my other favorite is just everything to do with Granny, her twin sister. Yeah. Just being so nice and cool, and it was just kind of refreshing, because uh, Chihiro has been through hell. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, oh, whew, she's with somebody nice and, you know, she's it's a, just really nice. Yeah, it's a big turn because in, in movies, like especially in America, you would think that they have to they have to have a big fight with the big monster at the end. Right. The big villain. Yeah. Which she kind of does when she looks at the pigs. But, yeah, it was very refreshing for her to find like a loving kind of a nurturing place. Yeah. Yeah, very. Exactly. Did you I, have a. I love how you sum up <laughs> what I say. It very nicely. Um, <laughs> That's why we got married. Uh, uh, probably my worst is probably the same with the parents. They just weren't very likable. And even when they were eating and just kind of ignoring her, I'm just like, come on. Um, so, but, but again, like you, it's very small. It yeah. didn't make me not like the movie. Um, if they would have changed it, I can't say that I liked it better. It just... It, Everything flowed very well. Yeah. So, um, well, that was Spirited Away. I'm very glad we did this. And and like I said at the beginning, we do have some more maybe planned, like Studio Ghibli films planned. Mm -hmm. They have different ones. There's one that's based upon a war, like a... um, I think it's Princess Mononoke, maybe. not. Please forgive me, my ignorance is showing, but there's one kind of like a, a battle-based, like war-based. So it's not just okay. like the adventures of a little girl or like adventures, but they do different things. So yeah, that that's it. And so next week we are doing Mars Needs Moms. Yeah, and I just wanted to shout out everybody that has listened to all of our episodes. If I knew you by name, I would I would just list you all out. And if you want to email us, uh, and let us know that you have listened to all of us, which is uh, the film obsessed couple at gmail.com. I'll be happy to shout you out. I know we got some people in like Netherlands that keep downloading um, at least two or three people there. We just very much appreciate it. And it's just the coolest thing. Um, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram um, and just uh, keep spreading the word that we're out there. We appreciate everything you do for us <laughs> yes thank you all so much for everything we were very appreciative and and just we just ask again like shelly said just 
share us and, and just download us when you can and get the word out. But we thank you so much. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that is all for Spirited Away. Until next week, we'll see you with Mars Needs Bombs. Take care. 